Good morning, morning Mannaites. Welcome to Morning Manna on another beautiful day that God has made. And what we will do, rejoice and be glad in it. And certainly, I pray that you have learned to rejoice in every single day. And if there's any disappointment in your day, you turn it around. You say, this must work out for my good. Amen. It's always got to work out for you good. That's what God said. The word of God said, all things must work for my good. And so if you think about any negative things in your life, any bad thing that has happened, you put a good on it. Put a good on it. It must work out for my good. If you if you sort of keep it in the bad, it stays in the bad. Mm -hmm. If you talk just negative about it, it stays negative. But if you turn around and say, this is going to work out for my good, it has to work out for your good. Why? Because you're now in agreement with what God has said. That's God's word. Amen. Certainly, I hope you have talked to the Lord this morning. The minute you wake up and the minute you your alarm goes off at 6 a.m. or earlier, some of you get up to do your devotion. Thank God for that. You keep that up. That is that is so important for your spiritual man. Um, that, that spiritual man is nourished and he's strengthened. And when that spiritual man is nourished and strengthened, nothing is too hard. Nothing overwhelms you. Nothing can depress you. Um, nothing can get you to a place of despair when the spiritual man is continuously nourished with the word of God. It is your water, it is your bread, and it is your meat. So you make sure you're getting some water, some bread, and some meat every day to that spiritual man. And get that spiritual man strong. Amen. And then you are able to deal with anything that comes your way. And matter of fact, you deal with it without any fear whatsoever. You know, a lot of us have fear because we're not strong spiritually. And when you get strong spiritually, it just overwhelms the fear and all those things that the adversary try to introduce into your mind. And so people who are not fed spiritually tend to operate in fear. So get the get the the, the spiritual man fed, get him nourished, get him healthy and wealthy and strong. Get him strong because you prosper as your soul prospered. Amen. That's what the Bible says. And you can't get away from it. The Bible says it. And if God says it, I'm just in agreement with it. It's yay and amen for me. Just like promises of God are yay and amen. So I've learned to depend on the Lord, trust in him with all my heart and and, and I just, just don't lean on my the, what I understand, but in everything, in every way, I acknowledge him, and he directs my path. And so if there's th parts of my life that I don't understand, then what I do, I go to God and say, Father, give me the understanding. How do I deal with this particular situation? Amen. So no matter what it is, give it to God and let him give it back to you. Let him give you how to deal with every issue. Amen. I want to continue to talk about the power of your words. Um, I want to delve into it a little deeper and talk about some um, little more, little more, a little bit more, and that we may gain a little more understanding of the power of our words. Amen. Let's go to the book of Matthew chapter 12. Matthew chapter 12, the New Living Translation, in verse 35. Those of you who are taking notes. This is a good person produces good things from the treasure of a good heart. And an evil person produces evil things from the treasure of an 
Eva heart. Now we're going to extrapolate from that, see what we can get from that. You know, exactly what is the Bible talking about? You know, um, what is what are we producing? Um, and is it our words, our actions? What are we producing? Is it our life? Mm -hmm. Something for you to think about. Um, verse 36 says, in the message version, puts it this way. Let me tell you something. Every one of these careless words is going to come back to haunt you. <laughs> there will be a time of reckoning. Words are powerful. Take them seriously. That's the, that's the message translation. Words are powerful. Take them seriously. Verse 37 sums it up. It says, words can be your salvation. Words can also be your damnation. Words can be your salvation, which it saves you, justifies you, or your words can be your damnation or condemns you. Amen. So your careless words, what we're saying, uh, we're not thinking properly. We don't have right understanding. So we say wrong things. They can come back to haunt you. Mm -hmm. That's what the word of God says. So a person knowing the power of the word becomes very careful of their conversation. When you know the power of your word, you would only release what you want to deal with. <laughs> All right, let me say that again. When you know the power of your words, you would only speak what you want to come back to you, what you want to deal with. If you don't want to deal with certain things, then don't let it come out of your mouth. The Bible says you produce things from the, what's in your mind. From the treasure of your heart. So you produce your surrounding by what's on the inside. So you make sure that what's coming out of your mouth is going to is something that you don't mind dealing with. And so that's why as people of God, we shouldn't, that's why the Bible tells us to bless and curse not. We don't want to deal with curses. Whatever you produce, that's what you're going to have to deal with. All right. And so if you know the power of your words, you become careful in your conversations. Matter of fact, some conversations you don't become a part of. You don't become you don't become a party of it. Negative conversation, gossips. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that later on. Gossips and things like that. The Bible says gossip sinks down into your soul. You don't want that because if you got gossip, which are lies, innuendos, uh, untruth, all these things you, um, sinking down into your soul, that is what you're going to produce. Mm -hmm. So when people are gossiping, you go the opposite direction. You walk away from it because when you know the power of word, you become careful of what you're saying and what you are uh, becoming a part of, what you're listening to. All right. So listen, you become aware and you can, matter of fact, if you watch the reaction of words, you would know that your word does not return to you void. Mm -hmm. Be angry and say angry words and watch the reaction of people around you or, you know, or who you're angry at and use an angry word. Watch the reaction. The word does not come back void. Just like God's word doesn't come back void. Guess what? We're made in the image of God. Amen. And there's power. When we speak, um, your word's not going to come back void. You're going to have to deal with it. it it's going to come back to bless you or curse you. 
but it ain't going to be voided. It's coming back. Your word is coming back. So make sure what you're speaking is what you want to come back to you. And like I've taught before, whether blessing or curses, whatever you say or do, words that you go out, it always multiplies itself before it comes back. So if you're if you're cursing, if you are um, gossiping, um, those things that you're saying, it multiplies itself and comes back to you. Multiplies. So it never comes back um, the same way it leaves out. It always comes back bigger. It always comes back more. So that's why it is so important that we bless. The Bible gives us instruction, bless and curse not because your blessing is going to come back to bless you. Amen. And so it multiplies itself and comes back and blesses you. Amen. I've learned over the years, if you bless a thing, that thing must bless you. If you curse a thing, that thing must curse you. And so we don't want to curse anything. We don't... We just want to make sure we are blessed. That's why the Bible said, bless those who persecute you and despitefully use you and abuse you. That's what the Bible says. And you wonder, how does that work? What sense does that make? When you think about it, if when you bless, blessing multiplies and comes back to you. It changes the whole circumstance. Whatever you're dealing with, um, it, it, it turns around for your good. And so it's important that we understand these laws and these concepts. Do you know that your word makes a law for your life? And so we're living with laws that we have made for ourselves. Like, say, for instance, if you if you say every time I come to this parking parking lot, every time I come to this this mall, I never find a good parking. If you say that you have created a law for yourself and that's why you never find good parking. But if you say every time I come here, I find a perfect parking spot. Guess what? You're going to find the perfect parking spot because you're creating a law for yourself. Because you're speaking it out of your mouth. <laughs> you're speaking out of your mouth. I, I used that principle the other day. I went to a doctor's office and the parking lot is jam-packed. And I said, there must be a parking space for me close to the building. And you know what I did? I circled around. And you know what I found? A parking spot right in the front. I don't know even know how I missed it the first time because I didn't see any car leave. I did not see any car leave. It was already there, but I had to speak it. And when I spoke it, it was revealed to me. Amen. And so we want to create laws for ourselves that work for us and not against us. Think about your life. Think about what you, what you have said yesterday. Is there anything in yesterday that's going to show up today to work against you? Hmm. Or have you filled your yesterday with blessings? And so today your blessings will come and tap you on the shoulder and say, hey, I'm here to bless you. <laughs> Amen. Some favor. Somebody do you some good. Somebody give something to you that is good. Something you ever want. You always wanted. Hey, it's, it's what you speak. There's such power in your words and you have to understand it. You've got to know it. You have to recognize it and you have to stop the cursing, stop the gossiping, stop talking bad about each other. Matter of fact, stop talking bad about yourself. 
Stop talking about, oh, I don't like what, what my hair is, and I don't like this. And people constantly talk about their hair. And guess what? Sometimes they lose their hair because all they talk about, I don't like my hair. I don't like this. And you end up losing it. Whatever you, whatever you keep on cursing and talking about you don't like, you eventually going to lose it. And so it's important that we, God blesses us and says we are fearfully and wonderfully made. You speak that over your life. You may not like your shape and all that, but you you don't go around talking about, oh, man, I can't stand my shape. You go into the mirror. I hate what I look like. No, you don't ever do that. You give God thanks for your body, for your health, for your strength. We know it ain't perfect, but the things that's not perfect is the things that you just need to work on. And so instead of speaking negative about it, you say, I'm going to be slim, trim. I'm going to be healthy and wealthy. That's what you do. You focus on what you want and not on what you don't want. All right. And so when you know the power of your word, you become careful. Become careful in your conversation. Become careful of what you're speaking. You become careful of the people that surround you, what they're saying, and what you're receiving into your mind. So make correct laws for yourself. Speak things that's going to bless you. Let me say it again. Speak things that's going to bless you. And when you understand this principle, you will, you will stop walking around looking sad. You will stop walking around bent over. You will stop walking around with your head held down. You will stop saying things like, I can't do this. You know, I'll never get promoted. You know, people don't like me. You will stop saying those things because that is what will become your reality. If you keep on saying people don't like you, I remember on my job, a young lady, beautiful blonde young lady, she used to always say, no, they don't like me here and they're going to fire me. And I told her, you need to stop saying that because that is exactly what's going to happen to you within six months. Guess what? She got let go. Why? She spoke it into existence. She spoke negative things all the time. And right after that, she ended up with a very bad debilitating stroke where she couldn't even walk anymore. And she was a beautiful young lady. It twisted her face, distorted her face. So she went from a beautiful person to a person that her words created. Mm -hmm. So please remember, words are powerful. Now, understand this, that God is the absolute power. And so if God says that what something is, then that is what it is. Let us not try to add our own understanding to it, right? Let's just not do it. In spite of what we see, God sees something different. And if God says, things going to work out for my good, in spite of what is I'm seeing, I know that God sees something different. So I'm going to come in agreement to see what God sees and speak that over my life. And so if there's issues that you're dealing with, you must see it like God see it. God says, I'm going to cause it to work out for your good. So instead of you seeing the negative all the times and how it's currently working, you speak the good because you want the good that God said and God sees to manifest in your life. God is absolute. He said, there is salvation in none 
other. And he said, there's no other God besides me. He alone is God. And when we could understand that and we come in agreement with what he says, then we begin to harmonize with the mind of God. And when we harmonize with the mind of God, we harmonize with the mouth of God. And when we harmonize with the mouth of God, we harmonize with the hand of God. So we think what God is thinking. We will say what God is saying and we will do what God requires us to do in the earth realm. Amen. And so as people of God, let us remember that your words are powerful. Your word can become your salvation or your damnation. Amen. Overcome fears. Like say, for instance, there's people who won't walk on the ladders because they think there's something um, negative, that it's a curse to walk on their ladder, so they can't walk on their ladder, they have to figure out to go around the ladder, that all those superstitious things, the laws that they create for themselves, that if you walk on their ladder, you're going to get bad luck, yeah, if that's what you believe, that's what you speak, then that's going to become your reality, and when you realize that a ladder is nothing but a, an inanimate object to climb and to get higher, and there's no luck on a ladder whatsoever, whether you walk over it or under it, there is no luck to it or bad luck to it. And so when you understand that you stop dealing with these silly superstitious stuff um, and cause those things, stop those things from bringing bad things into your life. When you see you can walk on the ladder and nothing bad happens to you. When you, listen, the thing you fear is going to come up on you. Let me say it again. Whatever you fear is going to come up on you. If you're fearful about walking under ladders and you happen to walk under a ladder and bad luck comes up on you, that's your own doing. Why? Because that is what you believe. Stop thinking that there's somebody putting bad luck on you, somebody spreading curses on you. No, most of these things that we're dealing with is from the inner man. The Bible said out of the heart, out of a bad heart, you become, become bad things. Right? Because that's what's in our mind. There's a subconscious mind. There's a superconscious mind. The subconscious mind is our soul. The superconscious mind is our spirit. The superconscious mind connects with God. The subconscious mind connects with who you are on the inside. We want the superconscious and the subconscious to become one. That means we're one with God. God. Amen. And when we get that, the Bible said the same mind that was in Christ ought to be in us. Amen. So we, we're not called to walk around in fear and superstition. And therefore we speak silly things and negative things. And we don't understand who we are. We don't understand that God has given us dominion over the earth realm, giving you dominion to speak to yourself, speak to your world. God has given you dominion. And when we start using that dominion, we will see good things take place in our lives. And even when bad things happen, you will flip it. You will speak good to it. And have it turn out for your good. Do not be a part of gossip. Um, in Proverbs um, 26 and 22, the Passion Translation says, Gossip is so delicious and how we love to swallow it. For, for slander is easily absorbed into our innermost being. Did you hear that? Slander 
is easily absorbed into our innermost being. And remember what we said before when we started this, when we started this, it says a good person produces good things from the treasury of the heart, which is your innermost being. And so if you're around slander and if you're around gossip and you're around negative thoughts and and cursing and swearing, those things are absorbed into your innermost being. And guess what happens? You begin to produce those same things. That's why the Bible tells us whatever things are true, whatever things are honest, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on those things. And I will go a little further, add my own to it. Talk those things. Amen. You think them, you talk him. Amen. And glory to God. We want to make sure that we understand this. The Bible said we perish because we lack knowledge. Use your words. Use your word for three purposes. Healing, blessing, or prosperity. Use your words. I'm going to use my word to bless somebody. I'm using my word for my healing or for the healing of somebody else. Use my word for my prosperity or the prosperity of somebody else. I never speak to anybody's demise. And whatever I want for myself is what I want for somebody else. Amen. What you wish for somebody else is what you should wish for yourself. Why? Because curses like chickens come home to roost. Let me say it again. Curses like chicken come home to roost. If you have bad intentions for people, those bad intentions is going to happen to you. Let me give you a scripture verse to prove what I'm saying. Proverbs 26, 27. If you set a trap for others, you will get caught in it yourself. That's a New Living Translation. If you roll a boulder down on others, it will crush you instead. That's Proverbs 26 and 27. And so, so if you're trying to wish people bad luck and wish bad things that happen to people because you're upset that you just want revenge, you, all you're doing is attracting those things back to yourself. So let me say this real good. Stop it. Just stop it and speak good. Speak good. People may do you wrong. You speak good over them. They may treat you bad. You treat them good. Amen. No matter what, you are a producer of good because you are a man and a woman to understand the power that God has given you, the power of your words. What the words that you consistently speak is what is going to come into existence. Amen. You know, your body can be renewed through your spoken word, spoken word and a clear vision. Disease can be wiped out of your consciousness. When you wipe disease out of your consciousness, you wipe it out of your body. You wipe it out of your life. You know that word dis-ease means dis-ease. And matter of fact, if you really think about it, some study says disease, dis-ease come from dis-ease in the mind. So that means your mind is not at ease. There's turmoil. There's just stuff going on. There's negative stuff floating in your mind. And it makes your mind at dis-ease. And the body prospers as the soul prospers. And so when you purify your mind, you purify your body because your body has to come in line with your soul. You are a producer of your thinking. You are a producer external. As it is external, so it is 
internal. Amen. So it is. And so you only can become what you are already within. Let me say it again. You will become external what you are already within. So what are you producing? You're producing good or you're producing life or you're producing death. If you're fearful, all these things, those things begin to manifest in your life. And so when you flood the subconscious mind with things that are true and honest, just and pure, when you flood your conscious mind, your subconscious mind with light and things that are right, it begins to function on the outside of you. You want to change your life? Change the inner man. You want to change your world? Change the inner man. Amen. Get um, get reimagined. Get reprogrammed <laughs> with the word of God. Let good things come in your mind and good things will come out of your life. Amen. Glory to God. Be not conformed. Don't act like the world. The world is full of all negative things. You punch me, I punch you. You curse me, I curse you. You know, you do me wrong, I do you wrong. That is the world. That's how the world does things. Sin upon sin, right? Slight upon slight. Revenge upon revenge. You shoot me, I go around and find a way to shoot you. And this is how the world operates. The Bible said we must not be in alignment with that idea, with that mindset. We must not be conformed to that mindset. That's what the Bible says. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. New, new mind that we may prove what is a good, perfect, and acceptable will of God for our lives. I want to walk in that perfect, good, and acceptable will or the way that God has for me. David said, I come in the volume of the book that is written of me. Glory to God. God said, the thoughts I think of you are for good, not of evil. And that's what God is thinking. That's what you should be thinking. That's what I will be consistently thinking. So shut down the gossip train. Just walk away from negative conversations. You don't even want to hear it because those things sink deep down into your soul. And you don't want those things down into your soul because then you begin to produce those things. And so now we're in the time and we're in the season. There's enough bad happening around us. We don't need none of that bad to come from within us. Let me say it again. There's enough bad happening. We don't need to be the producer of bad. We must be the producer of good. Jesus says, we are the light of the world. Amen. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and come to glorify your heavenly father. We're the light of the world. We're the salt of the earth. We got to become that. And it, it begins with proper understanding. Change the way we think, change the way we speak, and change what we do. May these words be a blessing to you. And I pray that as you continue listen, you continue to grow and your mind will be changed and transformed. And you will become a producer of all that is good. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for each and every day. We give you praise again, Lord, <coughs> because you are good. Your mercies are everlasting. Your truth is for all generations. Thank you, Father, for you have commanded us to bless and curse not. You said we ought to love our enemies. Do good to them who despitefully 
fully use you and abuse you. Pray for them. Father, that is your word because we now have the understanding. Because what we want for others is what we attract to ourselves. And I pray that today, God, that we will connect with this word. We begin to see things the way you see things. We begin to hear it like you, how you hear and know like you know. Drop in our spirit. Download in us, Father, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding in these days and seasons. You promise in your word. You said if man lacks wisdom, let them ask you and you will give liberally and you will not upbraid us for asking. So this morning, Father, we ask for wisdom. We ask for an, an understanding heart that we may know our times and our seasons. We may know what to do in every situation. Father, let us not fall prey to the tricks and deceitfulness of this world, the attitude, the character of this demonic realm. But Father, I pray that our hearts and our minds are transformed. We walk and we will talk like heavenly beings, creatures from above and not creatures from beneath. For you said in your word that we're above and never beneath. Father, we thank you for doing it. Now, Lord, we speak to our health. We speak to our strength. God, we, we command everything, Lord, that belongs to us to line up, to know our faces, God, and everything that pertains to life and godliness to come into divine order in Jesus' name. And that our days are bright, that our days are beautiful, that our days are glorious. Father, we speak such right now in Jesus' name. And whatever bad happens, we speak to it and command it to be turned around for our good. Heavenly Father, we bless you and we tell you thank you. For it was you who put favor on our heads, increase on our hands, and swiftness to our feet. It is you who have forgiven our past. Is now preserving our present and has guaranteed our future. It is you and through you why there's not a feeble one among us. But we're healthy, we're wealthy, we're strong in you, our Lord, and in the power of your might. And though our beginning was small, our latter end has greatly increased. Father, we bless and we praise you for it is in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you.